passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! So last week, I promised an emergency podcast if the Bulls did anything at the trade deadline. And if you noticed, there was no emergency podcast, and that's because the Bulls didn't do anything at the deadline. And I'm not exaggerating. They did nothing at the trade deadline. The rest of the Eastern Conference gets a little bit shaken up afterward, but the Bulls stood pat. We're going to look into why and why that is also DeMar DeRozan. Enough said. What more can you say? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is so, so great to be back with you here for another week talking hoop. And yeah, I was really hoping to do an emergency podcast last week, or at least a couple of them, and didn't get the opportunity because the Bulls didn't do anything. And again, we're going to dive into why that would be, maybe why that wasn't such a bad thing after all. But before we get to any of that, Bet Online is our sponsor. Bet Online Super Bowl is over. You've got NBA, you've got NHL. Hopefully, you've got baseball coming up. I don't know what the deal is with that. As always, Bet Online has you covered from odd scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land in the NFL. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things betting in 2022. And it's not just football they've got. I told you they got basketball, hockey, they got boxing, UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. So what are you waiting for? Head to the Bet Online site today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, trade deadline. Nothing happened. Seriously, nothing happened in Chicago. They supposedly made some offers for Dennis Schroeder, an offer for Jakob Pertl got turned down. Those were really the only players we heard the Bulls connected to. And remember, Last year at the deadline, we didn't know the Nikola Vucevic trade was coming. That came out of nowhere. So that doesn't necessarily mean Arturis Karnaschovas wasn't doing work behind the scenes and he's keeping things very tight-lipped, which is a good thing. That's not a bad thing by any means. But 
the fact that the Bulls stood pat. Arturis doesn't think it's a bad thing. He said so in his press conference afterward. But we need to look at the rest of the East because I want to reassess here. I've been saying all year, the Bulls are not a top five team in the East. It is a disappointing year. Well, I didn't account for such improvements and such big moves across the East. And let's start with the Nets and the 76ers making the trade of the year. James Harden and Andre Drummond to Philadelphia. Ben Simmons and Seth Curry to Brooklyn. That is huge. I cannot express how big that is because now Ben Simmons is going to play, it sounds like. And James Harden is finally somewhere. I cannot believe it didn't work out in Brooklyn. I mean, you had Kyrie, you had KD, you had Blake Griffin, you had this loaded team. You had uh, LaMarcus Aldridge out there as well. You had a loaded roster, and James Harden still wasn't happy. There's a lot going into that, I guess. I'm not going to spend the whole show talking about that. But the fact that he is healthy now, apparently, and he's going to be playing alongside Joel Embiid, that's scary to think about that those two are teaming up with the 76ers. But let's look at the implications for Brooklyn. You can now run a very effective pick and roll with Ben Simmons in tow, and you have a proven score, a proven three-point score. I don't care about his defense right now. We're not looking at that. You have Seth Curry now as a weapon from outside. So when Kevin Durant comes back from the injury, you could feasibly have on the court Kyrie, Seth, Katie, and Ben Simmons. That's scary to me. So I think both teams got better with this trade. It's a huge trade. It shook up the NBA. You knew it was coming, but I just didn't expect that many pieces in it. There were also some draft picks going to Brooklyn, I believe. Crazy, 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 crazy. The Bulls have always, and I I wish I was exaggerating when I say this. No, they've always struggled against Joel Embiid. Throw in James Harden in there. I'm not sure the Bulls can beat him. I mean, that's just a fact. I'm not sure the Bulls can beat that Sixers team with Harden and Embiid. That is scary to me. And again, with Brooklyn, that's a really, really tough task. That's a lot of star power. But even beyond that, Milwaukee got Serge Ibaka from the Clippers. Toronto got old friend Thaddeus Young. The Cleveland Cavaliers traded for Karis LeVert. Boston traded for Daniel Tice again, another old friend. Each team below the Bulls in the standings got better. And I know the Heat didn't do much at the deadline either. However, the fact that the Bulls didn't do anything, they still need another big. I cannot express how much they need another big. Yes, Derek Jones Jr. is back. I think that's way too early. Way too early to bring back Derek Jones Jr. But again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not the medical professional here. Just my opinion is that it was too early to bring back Derek Jones. But either way, you need a big guy. I know he plays bigger than he is. I know Javante Green does too. He's back as well. You needed another big. And now looking at these at these teams, I've said all along, they're not better than Milwaukee. They were definitely not better than Brooklyn. And I don't think they're better than Philadelphia now. That puts them at number four in the East. Keep in mind, the Cavs got better with Karis LeVert and they're a bigger team, which creates matchup nightmares. Boston appears to be finding a stride. If you watch that game Tuesday night, Boston against Philadelphia, holy crap, they blew them out of the building. It was like 48 points. It was insane. So I think the Bulls falling into the top five, that might be a best-case scenario at this point unless they can keep performing like this. The standings right now, the Bulls and the Heat are tied for first at 37-21. and 21. Milwaukee is a game and a half back. Cleveland is two games back. Philadelphia is two and a half games back. Boston is three and a half games back. Then you have Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Atlanta. Brooklyn's been on the struggle bus lately since KD went down. They're 30-27. and 27. 
but they've got the ability now. They can make up some of that ground. It's the Eastern Conference. You never know what's going to happen. Heading into the All-Star break, if they get some momentum, watch out. Crazy trade deadline. I cannot believe the Bulls stood pat. Well, I can. Arturis wants to keep it as a cultural standpoint. He wants to keep this group of guys together, and he brings up a good point. We, as fans, have not seen this whole team on the court much, if at all, this year. Patrick Williams went down early. Lonzo Ball has had knee surgery. Alex Caruso had that wrist injury. He is out for a while. Derek Jones Jr. got hurt. He's now coming back. Javante Green has been in and out now. Zach Levine is in California seeing a specialist for his knee. We have not had any update as of the time I record this Wednesday afternoon. So we'll wait and see on that. Yes, you have DeMar DeRozan. That's great. Nikola Vucevic is playing well. I still think that should have made the move. Speaking of DeMar, I want to talk about him as well. But before we do that, I've got a couple other people I want to tell you about and thank for sponsoring the show this week. The first is Masterworks. Want to make some money? How about you invest it in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years? That's pretty good. I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have signed up. That's a pretty good company. So get priority access with our unique promo. Log on to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Again, you joined some pretty good company there if you're into art with that 3,000 people have already joined. The other sponsor is NordVPN. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you a peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 a month. That's a good deal, so what are you waiting for? So go grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's NordVPN. Again, a couple of good deals there. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast as we go forward. DeMar DeRozan. Oh my goodness, there is a reason Stacy King calls him DeMarvelous. Seven straight 30-plus point games. Six straight 35-plus point games. He's also shot 50% in each of those games that he's, shot, he's made 35 or more points. Let's put that in perspective here. Players in NBA history, this is from StatMuse on Twitter, with 35-plus points on 50% shooting in six straight games. Only two players have done it, and I doubt you can guess one of them because I think you're going to guess a name that's wrong. DeMar is one of them. Wilt Chamberlain is the only other one. Michael Jordan never did that. If DeMar scores 35 plus points in the next game and shoots 50% from the field, he will set the record. And he's not a three-point shooter. He's doing it old school with the mid-range game. And the next game's coming up tonight, Wednesday night, at home against Sacramento. That's an opportunity. He can do it. We're literally seeing things that we haven't seen since Michael Jordan, which means you haven't seen him in my lifetime because I was born in July of 98. 
we are seeing things we have not seen since Wilt Chamberlain. Remember when everyone said this was the worst signing of the offseason and I came on here in an, appropriately, an emergency podcast and told you I'm optimistic. I think I was worried about the money. I'll admit I was worried about the money, but the ability was there and I thought he was going to be a real asset to this team and he was going to make this team better around him. It's exactly what he's doing. Zach Levine has not played because he's seen that knee specialist. He's not playing until after the All-Star break, which is probably a good thing. So now you have the DeMar DeRozan show. Factor in Nikola Vucevic playing well. And this is what you get. DeMar, the other night, that was amazing. What he did against San Antonio, he went out there, dropped another 40-piece with seven assists. Nikola Vucevic had 25 points. Kobe White had 24 points. What a performance against San Antonio. And they're not done. They've got Sacramento coming up tonight. That's, again, Wednesday night before they go to Atlanta on the 24th. you got the All-Star break coming up here. It's a good time for that. Get a win here. Get some momentum going into the All-Star break. Then you come back and you face Atlanta on the 24th. I think that's a good plan. Now, this guy, DeMar, is going to be starting in the All-Star game, which is really, really good. I mean, the fact that he went from worst signing of the offseason to All-Star game starter. I mean, what more can you say? I've been calling for it all year. Can we please keep the MVP conversation going? I feel like it kind of died down a little bit there. This recent stretch, I know they've been, as Joe Cowley at the Sun-Times calls them, bum teams. This stretch that he's on right now, is amazing and we all we all need to appreciate this because what he's doing is something we have not seen in a long long time the fact that he's doing it without Levine tells you how important he is to this roster the Bulls 37 wins they have a good chance for number 38 heading into the all-star break reminder the over under for this year I think started at 39 and a half or 40 and a half I got it at 41 and a half and I'm feeling pretty damn good about it that shows you the success the Bulls have had. And again, last game before the All-Star break, coming up tonight against Sacramento at the United Center. Bulls going for their fifth win in a row. We'll see if DeMar DeRozan can set that record, too. I'm very excited. One last thing before I sign off. The other night was Neil Funk night at the United Center. And during that game, it was really cool. That was Saturday night. The Bulls let Neil Funk called the second quarter of the game between the Bulls and the Thunder. And it was cool hearing Neil and Stacy together again. I mean, I grew up with that. I told my parents. I was sitting there watching it, smiling like an idiot, because I felt like I was back in junior high watching the Derrick Rose teams with Joakim Noah, Carlos Boozer, when Neil and Stacy were calling the games, because you had a really good product on the court, and Neil was calling it, and I know he struggled with the names because he didn't know the teams very well because he hasn't called a game in two years, but that's okay. It was cool hearing him and Stacy go back and forth. John Paxson came on the broadcast as well because Neil and Pax used to call games together before Pax went into the front office. That was awesome, and I got thinking. My freshman year of college was the 2016-17 season. If you think back, that was the Dwayne Wade, that was the Rajon Rondo, Jimmy Butler, that season. For a class with Loyola, because I went to Loyola Chicago, my professor was very connected, and he got us credentials for a Bulls game. And we got to go into the locker room, we got to go into the United Center, got to be around all access, it was awesome. Our assignment was we had to do a story, a radio story. It didn't matter what the topic was, we got the pick, we just had to do a radio-style story. So I decided it'd be cool to maybe ask the announcers what it's like to work with former Bulls. And the first one we saw was Neil Funk. And 
We didn't have a long conversation, but he was very gracious with his time. Didn't even bat an eye when I asked for a couple minutes. It wasn't a lot, but there's about three minutes of audio here I want to play. I've never played this for anybody before. I mean, the only one who's heard it is my professor who listened to the assignment, and even then, I don't think I turned in the audio with it. I think I just turned in the script and the soundbite. No one has ever heard what I'm about to play for you right now. Here is my brief conversation with Neil Funk during the 2017 season, and I'm really, really happy I found this and I kept it. So I'm just, can you talk about how, what it's like working with Stacy? I mean, you guys have been together for a while. Uh, it's, uh, it's something different every night, I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, no, he's terrific. He, I mean, he's got a great sense of humor. Uh, he's really quick, you know, he's got a quick wit. Um, and obviously he knows the game. He, he not only played in the NBA, but he coached in the developmental league. And uh, so uh, it's fun. We, we try to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. What's one of your favorite memories of working with Stacy? Uh, well, just, I mean, there, there's a lot of different memories, but uh, the one thing is, you know, how is his ability to come up with uh, some kind of a little catchphrase almost every night. It seems like he's got, I'm always looking over at him like, wow. Where did that come from? So uh, that's been, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's been fun, and that's what we try to do. And like I said before, you guys kind of seem to complement each other pretty well on the broadcast. So what kind of goes into that? Like, how do you guys build up well, the relationship? Well, I, I, I try to elbow him out so I can get to say something <laughs> once in a while because once you get him wound up, uh, he's liable to talk forever. But he's, uh, uh, like I said, he's really knowledgeable and so I, you know, the, the one thing that's good for me is that I've been doing this a long time, but uh, I still learn a little bit from Stacy every night. That's awesome. Do you guys got anything you want to ask? Or? Um, so the Bulls haven't had a great season. Yeah, you think? think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, how do you guys kind of keep the mood positive? Well, I mean, you know, there's always something in every game, whether, you know, somebody's having a good game, whether it's somebody for the Bulls or somebody for the other team so one team or the other is always playing well so um you know we try to uh you know stress the whatever positive things we see and and not focus on the negative things i mean it's it's difficult when you're when you're not winning or if you're in a little losing streak like we were the last uh the last two weeks so uh you got to look for the positive things and try to try to uh, stay positive yourself while you're doing the game what was the biggest challenge, like climbing up to where you are now? Um, well, you got to be you got to be a little bit lucky. That's that's one, and and kind of be in the right place at the right time. Um, I mean, I spent five years in a in a really small market, uh, trying to get to either the college or NBA level. So, um, you know, I, I guess that's really the, the hardest thing is being in the right place at the right time. Uh, if that happens and that's the, the luck part of it, then, uh, you know, if you do your job and you're good at it, then you should be able to be successful. Little 18-year-old me, little young reporter, it's amazing how much my interview skills have grown since then. Those other voices you heard were my classmates. We all kind of, it turned into a mini scrum. There were about five of us, I think. And there were a couple others that chimed in to ask questions as well. But I just remember asking Neil if he had time. He didn't bat an eye. He walked over to us, and it was very, very cool. But, you know, Neil retired during the COVID year in 2020 when everything shut down. He didn't get the proper send-off. I'm glad he did this weekend, and I wish him all the best as he's entering, what, year three of retirement. And he seems to be enjoying it. 
and I hope we can hear him more. I know Stacy invited him on the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast, and I, I miss hearing Neil on the broadcasts, but Adam and Stacy do such a good job, and Adam Amin was the perfect replacement for Neil Funk. And I'm glad you all got to hear that interview and hear Neil Funk talk about what it was like to announce with Stacey King for so long. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bowls, presented by BetOnline.ag here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll see you back here next Wednesday. We're going to talk All-Star Game. All-Star festivities get you ready for the second half of the season. We've got a whole lot more planned as well. Looking forward to talking with you then. Thank you also to Masterworks and NordVPN for sponsoring the show again. See you back here next Wednesday. Have an awesome week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.